This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.38. Uh, you're listening to the Evening Edition. I'm Sharad Kutin. Now, yesterday, a locally produced Cantonese film drama uh, called, sorry, family drama called Rain Town premiered in cinemas in conjunction with Chinese New Year. The film is directed by Tunku Monariza, making this the first local Cantonese film to be directed by a Malay director. Now, it was set in contemporary Taiping, a town that records the heaviest uh, volume of rainfall in the country, Hence the title, Rain Town. The story is, um, well, I haven't seen it myself, but I understand the story centers around the family of Mr. Chu, his Eurasian wife, and their three children. The father has plans for his children's future, but his sons have dreams of their own, which he does not approve of. I mean... That is family drama, isn't it? So we'll be speaking to actress Susan Lancaster shortly. But before that, we also want to get you in on this conversation. Uh, what, is this the kind of movie that you'd watch? And when it comes to the language of a movie, what's your preference? You can call us at double seven double three. 2900, WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. Brand Friendly Marketeers, BFM 89.9. It's 5.40. This is the Evening Edition. I'm Sherrod Kutin. Now, joining us on the line is actress Susan Lancaster, who stars in Raintown. Raintown is grabbing headlines due to the fact that it's a Cantonese-language film directed by a Malay director, Tunku Monariza. She's been reported as saying that uh, the film is borderless. Susan, what are your thoughts about how this has become the focus of so many media reports? I think it's wonderful. Um, you know, we were always praying for a a good response from the media because obviously the media will help uh, drive audience uh, to go watch the film or any film really. And the fact that they've been so supportive and so kind um, and so uh, relatable in the way they write their articles, it's, it's, it's making people really, really curious about what's happening in Raintown and who's this family that pops out of nowhere and who are these people? And, and um, I feel that we're very blessed. And honestly, this should be the norm. There should be no segregation in anything, you know, film, television, whatever, anything that's creative transcends all kinds of boundaries. Um, and then we've got two brilliant soundtracks. Uh, a Mandarin one sung by Malay, uh, and then uh, an English one sung, uh, sung by an Indian guy. And amazing songs. And I'm just like, this is, you know, a typically Malaysian um, uh, 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 cocktail of talent thrown in, shaken around in a town called Taiping, and now let loose uh, nationwide on the 8th. Now, how do you personally feel about working across so many languages? In Malaysia, is this more common than people realise? Oh, gosh, yes. I think in Malaysia, um, somehow or other, we all understand each other, uh, uh, you know, without having to even speak the language. I believe that we all have an understanding of whatever it is that we're talking about, uh, especially when we, you know, we're, we're talking to people in our daily lives, 
I talk to people outside in the Pasapadi or in a cafe. And, you know, we speak English, we speak Malay, we speak Chinese. I can only speak a smattering of Cantonese because of Raintown. Um, and we had a uh, dialect coach. My Cantonese has improved incredibly. Not that I remember all the words. <laughs> I sound pretty believable as Eileen too. Um, and that's what it is, because I think we all know a little bit of each other's uh, 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 language. You know, like, it's um, in Tamil, it's Yen Pere Susan, you know? It's no biggie, and nowadays more whole kids are learning different languages, and I think it's fantastic. Now, as you mentioned, you play the role of Eileen in the movie. Uh, we understand that you accepted this role as a way to honour your late mother. In what ways did you channel your mother while playing the character? Whoever hasn't seen the film, um, that is my homage to my mum. Uh, uh, because she was a single mother, she brought out my brother and I alone at a very, very young age, and we were horrible young monsters. And she sacrificed everything for us. And how she brought us up and the arguments that we have. And I was a terror. My brother was an angel. And she had to, you know, figure out how to, to get these two horrible children and give them a life and, and put them in, in, in the direction of, of success or at least knowing that this is where you're going to go with your career and, and make a life out of it. You know, I think it's, for her, the, the worry was that when she was gone, were we going to be okay? And we are okay. And this is me taking her personality and putting it into Eileen to show her that we're okay. Your mother was a very gentle, soft-spoken person, very fragile. Um, and yet she was also the bull when it came to protecting her kids. So I, I managed to tap into that, Eileen, um, in my own way. And, um, you know, wherever she is, she approves what I've done. Now, uh, playing the character of a mother, I understand, is the first for you. Did it require a certain emotional range? And what kind of dynamic did you want to portray between Eileen and her family? Okay, so... I mean, when we started reading the scripts and everything um, and doing like rehearsals here and there, uh, of course, it, we would have discussions with our director, Mona. Uh, all of us would have various questions and, and comments. And there would be debates sometimes, even on a set. While, you know, whilst we're filming, there would be debates. So they would do a scene and then she'd call cut and then we'd go over to the monitor, watch the playback. And then we would have debates on how certain characters were reacting and she would question or we would question. And it was really, really interesting because she allowed us to be free in our interpretations of these characters. Um, of course, there is this, this direction that she wants us to go, but at the same time, she allowed us to take our characters to a different level um, that you can tell on the script that it never went that direction because at the end of the day, a script is important, super important. But when it comes to the performance, it's up to the actor to be able to take 
that character and their dialogue and their dynamics within the family to a different level. Um, to be a mother, I had to channel again, well, but at the same time, observation, watching, watching mothers. Um, uh, I have two godsons as well. Um, and watching mothers go through what they have to go through for their children. I, I, I question this a lot now. Is it like parents, mothers especially, but I'm not dissing the dads either, have to take so much. The minute they commit to a marriage, that's one. That's their relationship they have to take care of. And then when kids come along, that relationship pretty much goes out the window because they completely focus on kids, right? And, and this is how I felt for, for Eileen and, and Chu as well. Um, and the kids, it's like so many years, they're all grown out and there's little things going on, which I can't tell you. Uh, but it's, I love to people watch. I have this habit of sometimes with someone accepts my attention and I, I can just sit there and just observe them. And certain bits I can clock and remember, or it goes back into my, I was going to say my brain, but that's not a lot of it left either, but it's in there in my head somewhere. That sometimes I pull out, for a character when I suddenly remember and it happened. So, yeah, because I think we're portraying people on the big screen. So we need to do our research as well and just make sure that we're making sense to those who are the authentic ones and, and, and pay respects to the hard work that they put in being parents. Susan, are there enough roles for all the women in movies uh, that don't fall into, you know, kind of cliches and stereotypes? Not nearly enough um, older roles. In fact, the other day someone took a video of me and posted it up um, on social media. It's just a short clip, me going on about the fact that there are many capable actresses in our industry that have been put out to pasture and nobody is hiring them. Um, and I'm questioning why not. You know, scriptwriters write about women. There are loads of stories to talk about. I mean, if we could watch films that are the nearest country, Indonesia, and we can watch their kind of storytelling, which has a lot of roles, a lot of characters, and they're good roles. Why can't we adopt the same attitude here? What is it that's preventing stations from taking a content that has mature characters as the lead role or whatever? I don't know. Now, I know this movie centers on a father who wants to control the lives of his three children. What were your thoughts on this uh, particular issue being the focus of the movie? I think when Mona wrote the script, because it, 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 the preface the, um, of the show was about rain betting, right? Uh, which we only referred to, I think, 1% in the movie because of various reasons. But it's a story about typing and how the people used to do that at on the first drop of rain. So that's Mr. Chu's background, you see. And then, of course, then the story goes off. And I think um, the idea of putting a father who controls his kids so much uh, is obviously seen as a negative thing. But if you look at it on the positive side, it's he wants them to do so well because he wants them to have a better life than he has. 
and and I get it, and I understand. I completely understand that as well. There are some people who aren't born to be parents, and there are some people who are great parents, and there are those who don't know how to communicate with their kids. They they think they're doing the right thing, but they turn out just be really gruff, and and end up having you know full blown arguments with the kids all the time because you don't know how to you don't know how to communicate with them any other way, and it could be how he was treated when he was a young boy uh, with his parents, that he feels that that's the right way to be with his children. And it always, I find that in generations, there's always, there's always this linkage where you, without realizing it, you tend to behave like how your parents were, good or bad. And it takes certain people to be able to slap you over the head and go stop it. Um, and I think that's, that's, choose clumsy way of showing his kids that he cares but of course he's just a complete idiot about it Susan do you think these conversations around controlling parents have become more open over the years I if they haven't they should be because I think um, I think we need to adopt that kind of uh, family bonding where we should be able to speak to each other because I've seen families where kids can communicate with their parents and families where kids just can't be bothered or it's they're petrified on the backlash. Um, and I feel that, especially in this world now, with so much going on around everywhere, I feel that with Raintown, um, if you go and watch it, when you step out of the cinema, I'm hoping that you go back home and give your mum or your dad or your brother or sister a hug. Because I think we tend to take things for granted way too much. And and when the loss happens, that's when we start regretting. And life shouldn't be with regrets. Thank you so much, uh, Susan. That was Susan Lancaster, who is in the new Cantonese language family drama called Raintown. It started um, its uh, theatrical release yesterday in time for Chinese New Year. Now, we want to hear from you. Uh, is this the kind of movie you'd watch? And when it comes to the language of a movie, what's your preference? You can call us at double seven double three two nine hundred. You can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. We do, in fact, have a message from Adam. Uh, Adam writes, when I watch movies, language is never a barrier. I'd watch a movie of any language, be it Tamil, Mandarin, English, or Malay, or even Spanish. As Bong Joon-ho says, uh, once you overcome the one-inch tall barrier of subtitles, you'll be introduced to do you'll be introduced to so many more amazing films. Uh, Adam, I agree absolutely with you. The the one-inch uh, subtitles isn't a barrier for me personally, uh, though I think in cinemas in Malaysia with multiple language uh, uh, subtitles, it gets to be maybe three or four inches <laughs> of a barrier. Um, it does... For me, also kind of slightly destroy the aesthetics of a film, or at least it interrupts in ways. But I think I've just watched so many films over the years that um, I've become used to it. It's it is in fact a kind of training, right? You kind of see the subtitles and you kind of forget that you're actually reading them. So, well, we're talking about Raintown, a new movie just uh, released yesterday. If you've seen it, if you haven't, tell us what you think. Is this the kind of movie that you'd watch, especially during the season, right? This is a season where we're talking 
talking about families, and of course today will be a reunion dinner, and uh, families are going to be uh, front and center in the lives of many people, whether you're Chinese or not, because I think uh, many of us who are not Chinese are going to make use of uh, this uh, particular moment uh, in the festive season to uh, celebrate uh, all kinds of other relationships that we have, uh, family included. In fact, uh, because of that, we're going to be talking about family dynamics after the uh, 6 p.m. news when we talk to a family psychologist about uh, what happens? Why is it that some of us approach these um, reunions with full of joy, this anticipation of things uh, that will be happy, whereas others approach it with a level of anxiety? So that's coming up after the news. Uh, and again, we want you to be part of this conversation. You can uh, call us, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.